This podcast is a place for sharing, where all are welcome to come and be. So let the spell protect us all from harm, from fear, and from negativity. I create a safe and sacred space. I call upon the powers of night, banishing all harmful energy and bathing us in purest light. The circles and spell are now complete. May all who enter here be safe. And may all who leave here be blessed, forever bonded in faith. Blessed be. What's up, guys? This is Xander, and you have got the Ethereal Path Podcast. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 5, and we have got a lot to cover. That is all I'm going to say for right now. Holy shit. Um, This may be another two-parter because I was looking over and reviewing all my notes and everything that, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Um, mainly, we are going to be talking about the new moon, we're going to be talking about um, money magic, we are going to be talking about bringing in luck and success and all that type of stuff, um, what the new moon represents, why we want to attract these things to us, and I am actually going to take you through a real live spell. So you can participate at home, you can participate from afar, um, but you know, you can just sit back and listen listen to my words, but I am going to take you through a real life spell. We're going to do it in real time, 100%. Um, And this is definitely not the first time we're going to be doing this. So that being said, if you enjoy this new kind of format that I've been doing, um, there is always a Q&A section that is open at the bottom of every episode. Um, please, please, please hit the link. Take the time to give the feedback. Um, I then, Again, I read them all. Um, you know, some I do make public. Some I keep just to myself. Um, but, you know, please, 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 please give me those feedbacks. Give me those likes. Give me those stars. Um, you know, again, you have no idea um, how much it helps out out on the business end of things you know um shout out to my boys at small town murder who you know always are talking about the back end of itunes and all the crazy algorithms they have and you know it it truly does take you guys out there who listen to the sound of my voice and even though you know again starting off as small as they did um you know just every single one of those five star reviews and just likes and comments and everything you know it just it ramps up their crazy algorithms it makes us available for you know certain bonuses and financial incentives and it just can help us bring us it can help us bring you guys better content and better quality stuff um so again i just you know i beg of you please take the time to do this even while you're sitting here listening into the podcast you know you know know, i know people like to kick back and chill but you know while you're you know listening to my voice and we're kind of getting started you know kind of flip to those pages hit those like subscribes those follows on the social media pages all that shit um and then you know go back to playing candy crush or fucking scrolling through instagram or whatever the like the kids do these days um or kick back and take a nap who gives a shit whatever it doesn't you know this that's what this is all here for but we are going to talk about a whole bunch of shit today um starting off i actually want to pick up where i kind of left off at the last episode because this topic just absolutely fascinated me um we were talking about the different phases of the moon and we came we came across a term called the black moon so this is where um there is two new moons in a single calendar month so i did some research because i am a fucking nerd like that um and it basically kind of came back exactly what i thought you know um so it can only occur when the first new moon takes place early enough so that there are a second new moon takes place in the same calendar month black moons are relatively rare occurring about once to every two to three years um so they're rare but they're not super super rare um for instance the next black moon is going to be in the month of december 2024 which i absolutely love because um i want to say it's like um on like two days before new year's i want to say it's like the 29th or the 30th i'm gonna have to look at my calendar here uh loki has just joined us in the studio by the way um so i am going to go reshut the door let me take a quick look to see what this date is and i will be right back 
So the next new moon is going to is is going to occur on December thirtieth of twenty twenty four, and I love this because it's a new moon, and it this is what the black moon represents. Um, now this is kind of where I got to go a little um, Hermione Granger on this one. Um, so we are actually talking about some complex magic. So let's talk a little bit about this whole black moon thing before we go diving too deep into it. So in Wicca, the Black Moon is considered to be a time of great power and potential um, in personal transformation, time to let go of the past and start fresh, set new intentions, work on personal transformation, also a time for introspection, meditation, and spiritual growth. Um, now, we're talking about some very high-level magic here. So think of this as kind of like not necessarily the restricted room, but um, definitely you are going to do more than want to listen to just my words and my little podcast before you do any sort of work under the black moon. Um, now, the black moon is associated with a, go with a goddess Hecate. Um, she is the goddess of the dark moon, crossroads, and magic. Um, she is a powerful and mysterious goddess, often associated with death and rebirth. The black moon is seen at a time when we can tap into the power of Hecate and help transform our lives. Um, now, this is nothing new if you think about the new moon, because this is... Um, you know, the new moon is to represent, you know, new beginnings, death, rebirth, things like that, you know, um, you know, the ending of, uh, closing of one chapter, the starting of another. Um, so again, this is, you know, this is, this is nothing new. This is not really a new concept, but because this is the second new moon of the month and it is considered the black moon, um, the power is basically intensified. Um, so some Wiccans believe black moons are particularly effective in casting spells. Um, some believe that like the energy basically gets like super amplified, making spells more powerful and effective. Others take a different view of the black moon, and they actually say it's not a good time for magic because it can be it can be unpredictable and chaotic. Um, so it kind of really depends on what you believe. Now, you know, again, ultimately in the end, it's up to you to decide. You know whether you think that black moons amplify your magic, whether you think they detract from your magic, um, or, you know, invite unpredictability and chaos into your magic. Um, you know, again, you, you just have to be respectful of the power and potential of the magic because a, it is the second new moon of the month. But in this case, think about it this way too, with it occurring on December 30th, it's occurring right before the start of a whole new fucking year. Now, granted, we're talking, you know, it's, you know, a, a year and a half away, but you know, it's going to be the start of 2025. So this is going to be a very, very powerful time. So again, you know, please, 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 I beg of you, you know, do your research, look into the subject and, you know, definitely decide whether working under a black moon is something that you can do because, you know, again, you know, there are a lot of individual practitioners who say this is a powerful time for magic. Um, a lot of, a lot of people use it for introspection and spiritual growth because it's almost kind of like a gift that you're giving two chances of rebirth in the same month. Um, so, you know, there's really no right or wrong way to celebrate it again, as long as you're respectful of the power and potential of, uh, the power of the, or I'm sorry, respectful of the power and the potential that the black moon can have. Um, so, so things that you can do in the black moon, you can banish negativity. Um, they're a good time for, to perform um, banishing rituals um, for negativity from your life. This could include clearing away any negative energy from your home, like your relationships, your mind, um, clearing away any blockages. You know, we've definitely talked about cords and things like that in the past episodes. You know, if you haven't gone back to listen, I encourage you to please do so. You know, um, but they can, you know, we're talking about cords. We're talking about really anything that's blocking you from achieving 
achieving your goals. Um, so, you know, limiting beliefs, forgiving others, breaking negative patterns, you know, all sorts of things like that, you know, goal setting, um, you know, setting new intentions and goals for the future, especially again, since this is going to be, you know, coming up, you know, at the start of a new year, you know, you're open to new possibilities, you can manifest your desires into reality, um, a good time to connect with the divine, you know, um, this can involve, you know, praying, meditating, spending more time in nature, you know, going into nature and casting spells for transformation, healing and protection, you know, meditating on your goals and desires, connecting with your inner wisdom and intuition, you know, spending of that time in nature to connect with the divine to let go of the things that no longer serve you, you know, open yourself up to new possibilities. Um, because again, the whole point of the black moon, it is a power, it's a powerful time for change and transformation. So use it to your advantage to, you know, really kind of super manifest these dreams and make a better future for yourself. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, again, you have to do your own research and you have to do your own looking into it because, you know, things that you want to be aware of, especially from a Wiccan perspective, you know, black moons are associated with the dark side of the moon. So they can be a time where you confront your shadow self. You know, when you're talking about letting things go, you know, birth and death are not pretty. Let's be real. You know, the, the end result is, you know, something that is no longer suffering or in pain or no longer serves is put to rest and something new with fresh possibilities and excitement and you know beauty is brought into this world um but the process itself is very ugly you know and i'm speaking both from a literal and physical and metaphysical pr perspective um you know birth and death are not clean times and they are definitely not what they are made out to be uh, in the movies again 100% an RN here. Trust me, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, and again, here's a big asterisk disclaimer. Nothing that I ever say on this show is to be construed as medical advice. I do not give any information or say anything under my license. I am not, I'm nothing, 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 nothing on this podcast, on my website. Anything to do with this has anything to do with my license, period. Um, but that being said, you know, you could face some ugliness about yourself that you kind of may not be get ready for. And God, I cannot fucking believe I'm going to make this reference. And if the husband is listening, you know, this is, this is, this is going to be the ultimate test to see whether my husband listens to my fucking podcast or not, or whether he just hits play and just lets that shit play in the background. Chances are it's going to be B, but if he hears this, this is basically like Luke in the cave, like fucking fighting his demons there. I made a fucking star Wars reference. You fucking nerd. Go fuck yourself. Anywho, just kidding. JK love you, Ray and BB eight. You are my bitches. Um, Ahsoka, fuck Yes. Anyway, um, but again, things to keep in mind, you know, associated with the dark side of the moon. So we do can, can we can confront our shadow selves. We can confront those dark, evil sides of us that we don't necessarily want to bring to light. Um, but they can be a great time of creativity and inspiration. They can be a great time of emotional intensity because of that shadow side. And they can be a time of great spiritual growth. So again, if you're interested in working with the energy of the black moon, please, please, please do your own research. But understand that any work done under a black moon is going to be super powerful and super transformative. Um, so again, I highly recommend it. But again, it is advanced level magic. If you just at any point, do not feel it in your gut or your gut is telling you to stop then pull that plug and stop right there hey guys it's xander and i need you to do me a favor when you can or right now please take a minute and go to all of the ethereal path social media accounts and hit like and subscribe Content creators like myself need those likes and clicks to support what we do. From my humble little podcast to major productions like Devils in the Dark, oh my god, Helen and Danny, I love you so much. We count on all of you guys to keep us going. We do what we do because of you, and we want to spread our message to everyone who wants to hear it. No matter the size, every click truly does matter. So please, take a few seconds, hit our social media pages, and click all of those good buttons. It really does make a significant difference on our end, and we can not thank you enough, especially me. So let's get back to it.
Okay, cigarette smoked, Mountain Dew done. Let's press on. I feel like I'm fucking half Willy Wonka, and I feel like I'm like half on a fucking mission here, and I fucking love it. Um, so why is this all important? So anyway, new moon, time of new beginnings. Um, so we actually have a new moon coming up this week. Uh, the new moon will be appearing on... This Wednesday, August 16th, 2023, 05.38 Eastern Daylight Time. Um, and if you are smart, then yes, you realize I totally had to pause my fucking podcast. Because what is the one thing I forgot to write the fuck down before I started this? Uh, when the next new moon is. So, anyway, new moon, time of new beginnings. Um, you know, again, we've talked about this in the past, setting new intentions and goals for the month. Um, we're also using it to cleanse and clear away negative energy that may be holding us back. Um, so, this is the perfect time for casting magic spells um again the new moon and the full moon are like super powerful times so because this is the time for transition the old moon has died the new moon is being born this is the this is almost like the strongest time so if you had to pick between the full moon and the new moon just to decide which one was the stronger of the two the new moon is definitely the stronger um, again, great potential. The moon is waxing, so it is a time of growth and expansion. Um, you know, it is going to be a great time to cast spells to, to manifest things in our lives. So when we're talking about the new moon, you know, we we're, we're talking into bringing things towards us creating paths to desire to make things manifest um you know this is the time that we want to grow expand um cleanse purify get rid of release the negative energy this is the spring cleaning um so a lot of the types of spells that get cast manifestation spells are the big ones um you know so these are the ones that bring something into your life you know so examples casting spells to attract love money or success protection spells to bring in protection and you know seal yourself off from harm so you know protecting your spell um or protecting yourself against negative energy warding off evil spirits healing spells bringing you know good health and healing to yourself or others you know and again um casting healing spells for physical ailments you know emotional pain mental stress you know anything like that um now one thing that I always kind of remind people of when I say this, you know, never cast a spell. Um, it's kind of like the tarot card um, rule. Never do, never do a tarot card reading for someone without their permission. Never cast a spell on someone without their permission. You know, if you want to send them some colored light, um, that's kind of one thing because you're kind of just like, you know, bumping them some light their way. But if you're going to go like full on like spell casting, definitely get the person's permission to do it um, because things can backfire. Um, with cleansing spells, um, you know, these are spells to cleanse either yourself, your environment, negative energy. So this involves, um, you know, doing a lot of, uh, smudging. Um, this is a lot of meditating to cleanse your, um, mind of clutter and physically cleaning your space of, you know, clearing out stuff that no longer serves or, do you have stuff sitting on your altar that, you know, maybe is from like 12 spells ago and you no longer need that, uh, those burnt herbs sitting in your chalice. So this is literally, I'm talking from experience as I'm looking at my, um, bowl full of crystals that have been charging and they are literally sitting in the remnants of, um, some burnt herbs, but there is actually a valid reason for it. Um, because they are part of one of a uh, spell charm that I put Put together um so therefore it is not me being lazy this is like a spell in progress thank you very much um but i'm like a day away from it being because it is i'm like a day away from it being lazy so anywho um banishing spells so these are great for, you know, banishing negative en ent entities or energies. Um, so again, banishing spells to remove spirits from your home, breaking curses. Um, now with, you know, banishing spells, um, again, it's one thing to throw up kind of like what I call, you know, the pentacle, the pentacle spider web. Um, it is quite another if you think you are under any sort of attack or possession. If you think there is legit a spirit, um, in your house or residing within you, God forbid, um, or God, goddess and God forbid, um, 
then I would highly recommend getting in touch with the appropriate people. Um, but uh, trying to take care of that shit, yeah, you really can't do that on your own. Um, and I'm talking some, like, Ed and Lorraine Warren shits now, so we're going to get off this because this is why people look at us and go, okay, you people are fucking weird, but you know what? Um, the shit is with The Exorcist, let's be real, based on a true story, hashtag Ellen Burstyn is coming back for the new one. Fuck yes, love me some Ellen Burstyn any fucking way. Um, so let's talk about manifestation spells because that is, again, what we're going to be manifesting. We're going to be manifesting fucking money because Lord knows I need it. Probably y'all need it. It's all good. Um, but no, this is a time of fresh beginning. So perfect time for casting manifestation spells. The waxing moon is going to help amplify those intentions, especially under the light of the new moon. Um, so casting this moon uh, or casting the spell or waiting to cast the spell on Wednesday is what I'm trying to say. Um, is, is going to be the most powerful time to do it. Keep in mind, you can cast it at any point. Um, you can cast it, uh, today if you wanted to, you can cast it, um, at the lead up to the new moon. Again, it's going to be the most powerful and most potent on the night of the new moon. Um, but even if you want to wait till the day after when the moon is actually starting to hit the waxing phase, you know, or even that evening, um, because it's going to be, you know, 538 in the morning, Eastern daylight time. So depending on where you're at. Um, that new moon is going to hit so early in the day that, you know, it's literally going to start to be waxing by, you know, 6 a.m. Um, so you would even be able to do a spell that night, the night before, you know, it kind of just depends on, you know, what you believe and where you think, you know, your moon magic should be. Um, but, you know, the, the waxing moon is going to help to amplify your intentions. It's going to draw in. Um, the white light because the white light is growing and, you know, the darkness is being cleared out. Um, the darkness is being replaced by a clean slate. The new moon is being born. So you're freeing yourself from negative energy that may be holding you back. Um, so again, casting manifestation spells, you know, um, you, tons of different ways that you can do this. Um, you know, a lot of it involves, um, you know, some prep work and some meditation and some visualization, um, you know, and we'll kind of get into that as, you know, we get into the spell a little bit more specifically. Um, you know, again, if you're going to be casting a protection, protection spell, you want to be focusing on cleansing and purification. Um, you want to think about, you know, cleansing your own energy, your energy field around your house, your home, your place of work, um, and strengthening your protective shield as well. So you're kind of doing both, you know, you're cleaning out the old stuff, you're getting rid of the bad shit and you're kind of going in with the new. Um, same thing with healing spells, you know, you're, you're promoting healing, you're, you're helping to heal injured places, whether it be physical, whether it be mental, um, those emotional blocks, um, you know, again, you can bring in crystals, you can bring in herbs, you can bring in colors, you can bring in candles, and we're going to refresh all of that before we even get into the spell. Hence the reason I said, this is going to be quite the episode. Um, so when we're banishing, you know, that's a time for letting go. It's time for, you you know, letting the darkness of the new moon represent the things you want to let go of. And as you see that moon wax, it is getting smaller and smaller and smaller and going away. So, you know, it could be, you know, writing things down, burning it in a candle flame to help use the smoke to visualize let, letting things go. Again, I always recommend, please, you know, play safely with fire, um, have a fire extinguisher and or water nearby. Do it outside. Don't be stupid. Don't burn your shit inside. Um, hello used to be a burn nurse i have seen some shit um but again you know make sure you're being safe if you're going to play with fire but you know again the waxing moon is representing you know the getting rid of all that darkness um the new moon is also the time of new beginnings so again love spells these are great to cast out of the new moon um so again you get, the waxing moon can help um attract love into your life the darkness can represent getting rid of like you know the old negative things that are holding you back representing a clean slate getting rid of your emotional baggage um so again you know when you're casting spells, the things you want to be clear about, um, you want to be very clear about your intentions. So, you know, what are you trying to manifest in your life and be specific, you know, and that's really where you have to start. Like what, what specifically are you trying to make happen? Like, you know, don't just keep it as you know, I'm like looking for a boyfriend. Okay. Well, uh, are you looking for a boyfriend who is like 
six foot one, you know, nice tanned olive skin, Greek god, basically David Beckham looking like, you know, or are you trying to manifest, you know, Mr. You know, Wright, who is going to be the love of your life and your soulmate? And not saying the two are mutually exclusive, because Lord knows my husband is hot as fuck, and I say it all the time. I do not marry ugly. Um, and this is only my this is my first and only marriage. So literally, till death do us part. He knows it, and um, he knows how fucking crazy I am. And let's be real, um, we're gonna probably end up calling this Exhibit A one day. Um, but let's be real. I'm a registered nurse. I know how to not leave the marks and i know how what they're not looking for so uh don't fuck with me plus um have i mentioned that i've read every agatha christie novel that there is and we watch midsummer murders like it's going out of style so yeah um probably not the psychopath you want to fuck with anywho um now that i've gone like all american psycho on people um but no, seriously, but you know, you have to be specific about what you want, because then when you know, you can gather your materials, you can, and then you can get, you know, you can get ready to cast your spell. Um, so when, you know, you're thinking about what materials to get, you know, we're talking candles, crystals, herbs, colors, your words, um, the paper that's written on, you know, are you going to be using water, fire, any of the elements, you know, be specific, get everything that you think that you need, listen to your heart, you know, if you, you know, do some research on, say, like colors and herbs, which we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, if you gravitate towards something and you're like, hey, I think I want to use a bunch of this color, and then for some reason you get there and all of a sudden this other color is calling out to you, grab one, substitute one, do whatever your gut or your heart is telling you to do because it's telling you to do that for a reason. Um, so I'm going to take a quick break again and then let's jump into a quick review of the herbs, specifically the herbs um, that are related towards money, but we're going to do a quick coverall. Um, we're also going to do a quick cover of colors and crystals that are related to both um, money, income increase, um, basically success in business, anything that's going to be financially successful for us or help increase our finances. Um, so that is where we're going with this. Um, so sit back, enjoy the ride because we're only about halfway through. Have you ever wondered if you're on the right path? Do you feel like you need some guidance? Let Ethereal Path help you on the next step of your spiritual journey. Whether it's a tarot card reading, spell creation, chakra stone set, or a customized item, Ethereal Path can meet almost all of your Wiccan and esoteric needs. Visit ethereal-path.com to learn more. Don't forget that dash, it's super important. That's ethereal-path.com. Blessed be. Okay, so we're going to kind of set this up in a little bit of a weird format, um, but think of this also as kind of like a shopping list as we go. Um, so basically, the few things that I'm going to talk about are things that I have put into the spell um, for certain reasons, and, and basically kind of, you know, if you want to get your book of spells, if you want to, you know, just start a, a quick little, like, list on your notes app, you know, whatever, um, or hell, if you just don't even care, um, you know, this is, I'm, I'm just going to tell you that, you know, these are the first couple herbs that are going to be involved in when we actually cast a spell, so, you know, you might want to kind of start writing this shit down. Um, first up is we is rosemary. Um, so rosemary is a very sacred herb in Wicca. Um, it is used for many symbolic meanings, but is mostly associated with love, fidelity, remembrance, protection, and purification. Um, rosemary is used as a symbol of love and fidelity. Again, it was traditionally worn by brides on their wedding day to symbol love for their husband, um, commitment to their marriage. It was also traditionally planted in gardens to protect, to protect marriages from, infide from infidelity. Um, we do use rosemary also as a symbol of remembrance, uh, traditionally to place on graves to remember the dead and honor their memory. Rosemary is good to wash bodies of new mothers and babies to help cleanse them of impurities and welcome them into the world. It is definitely used as a protective herb to ward off evil spirits and, and negative energy. Um, traditionally burned in homes to protect from harm. Um, also worn as an amulet or placed in doorways and windows to protect against evil. It's a very purifying herb used to cleanse spaces and objects of negative 
negative energy. Traditionally, again, washing um, of bodies to cleanse of impurities, especially new mothers and little babies. Um, also to uh, cleanse uh, spaces after negative energy events such as death or major arguments. Um, so in addition to the symbolic meaning, um, it can uh, be used to make incense, oils, sachets. It can be used in brews, teas, and tinctures. Um, it is a very versatile herb and it is used a lot in Wicca. Um, now, again, even though it is rosemary, um, and you know, we cook with rosemary all the time, I'm still going to throw it out there. Anything that says, you know, to ingest it or, you know, to make an oil out of it or anything like that, please check with your healthcare team or your healthcare provider before ingesting anything or making an oil and anointing yourself with it um, because you never know what kind of reaction that you may specifically have to it. Um, now, again, I know we're talking about rosemary. We cook with rosemary all the time. I love rosemary on my steaks. Let's be fucking real. But again, it is rosemary. It's still, we're talking about something that's going in your body. So let's just please be careful. Um, so, you know, with, um, here are some examples, like basically how you can use rosemary. Um, so if you're casting a love spell, um, you can actually burn rosemary incense, uh, anoint yourself with rosemary oil, uh, wear a sprig of rosemary as a like talisman to attract love or place a sprig under your pillow. For fidelity, you want to plant a rosemary bush in your garden or burn rosemary incense in your home. Um, you can actually give your spouse a sprig of rosemary as a symbol of love and fidelity. Um, my husband, he puts up with me for a whole bunch of weird shit because every time, you know, I come across like cool little like Wicca things to do, like I'm like here and he's just like, what the fuck is this? Like I remember the first time I made him a spell vow talisman. He's just like, yeah, okay, thanks, whatever. Or like the day um, he was he was driving for a lift the other day and I I like popped over to him with like a couple of chakra rocks and I'm like, here, I cleanse these and bless these. Just throw me your glove box. Just fucking trust me and do it. And fucking up. Sure enough, you went out and made like 200 bucks that day. So, Hey, if so this shit fucking works, man, um, might have to go put some rosemary outside our house. Not that we're having any like problems or anything, but you know, Hey, let's get that little extra, you know, a little extra bit of protection. You never know. Um, you can use it as a remembrance spell, again, to honor a loved one who has passed away, burning rosemary incense, anointing yourself with rosemary oil, a uh, sprig of rosemary on the grave, or even as in a special place of your home. Um, protection spell to ward off negative energy. Again, burning or smudging with rosemary incense or anointing with rosemary oils. Um, wearing it, again, as a talisman will also protect, um, you know, it'll give you the protection as well as the attraction of love. Because um, if you think too, if you're banishing negative energy and you're protecting yourself, the biggest way to to do that is with love. Hashtag Harry Potter. Um, but uh, also, you can put it on your door, your window sills. You can put it in your doorway to basically block any evil or any bad intentions from getting in. Um, again, burning rosemary with uh, smudging uh, or incense or anointing spaces with oil or placing rosemary in different areas around your house, you know, definitely has big purification properties. Um, so rosemary is one of the things that we're going to be using. Um, I use ground up herbs in my spells. So again, you could get a fresh sprig and just pull a couple leaves off. You could get some dry ground herb. Um, hell, you could go to the your local grocery store and you could literally just buy it off the damn shelf. Um, rosemary is rosemary. It, 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 it is what it is. Like uh, So again, whatever form you want to use, doesn't matter. I will be using dry ground form of all of these herbs, but that is just because that is my preference. I prefer to work with dry ground herbs, um, especially as a green herbalist witch. Um, um, so next up, we have lavender, um, super popular urban Wicca again, tons of symbolic meanings. Um, so lavender is good for purification. Um, it is good for, to cleanse of impurify spaces, both physical and spiritual. It's said to remove negative energy, po promote pr peace and tranquility. Um, lavender has a very calming and relaxing scent that can help clear the mind and cleanse sense of peace. Um, often burned as incense or incented with candles um, to cleanse spaces and prepare for magical work. This is also why lavender is in like literally every fucking sleep product out there. And I fucking hate the smell of lavender, but I'm going to be using it anyway. Um, but again, the ground up form does not smell like it. So win for me. Um, this is another reason why I kind of like using the ground up stuff because until you burn it or like actually do anything with it, it usually is like very, you can smell it, but it is very light scent and very light scent neutral. Um, but again, this is why it is literally in every, um, 
sleep product out there because it is very calming and very relaxing to the human body. Um, also a symbol of love that is both romantic and platonic. Um, so again, often used in love spells to strengthen existing relationships. Um, because lavender is actually so closely related to the heart chakra, which is the center of love and compassion, um, it's often worn as a sachet or a bracelet to attract love. It can be added to bath water, um, used as a massage oil, especially if you're going to be doing any oil cleansing or bathing to do a, like a, a ritual cleansing prior to do any prior to doing any spell work um and again remember with lavender being close to the heart chakra especially in the aspect of love that is involving um the color green which is going to play into the color of money as well um so healing healing is also a very associated with lavender healing and, and protection actually um so Again, it's very calming to the body. It's so it will promote relaxation. It will reduce stress. Um, it can actually be used to treat minor ailments. Um, lavender has anti-inflammatory and anti antiseptic properties. It can be used to make teas um, or a compress or to help with pain or inflammation. It can be added to bath water to help relax muscles and promote sleep. Um, again, anything that you're going to rub on your body, ingest, anything like that, please check with your healthcare team and make sure the shit ain't poisonous to the human body. Um, lavender also is associated with dreams and intuition. Again, this is why it's in every goddamn sleep product out there. Um, it is often said to promote good dreams, enhance psychic ability. Lavender is supposed to increase dream recall and help your mind connect your subconscious and your, con and your conscious mind together. Um, so people will use it as a pillow spray, as they'll put a sprig in their pillowcase, they'll put a sachet under their pillow, they'll put it next to their bed um, to promote good dreams. Um, again, there are pillows that are like infused with lavender, and again, teas usually have a lot of psychic ability um, enhancements as well. Um, lavender is also very good with creativity and inspiration. It's said to help boost creativity, manifest new ideas. It's also a stimulant to the mind, even though it can, um, relax the mind because it opens it up to new possibilities. So when the mind is relaxed, you know, it's kind of like the association with, you know, psychedelic drugs and not promoting, you know, drugs in any way, shape or form, but let's be real hashtag medical marijuana card. Um, you know, let's, you know, when your mind, it, when you're high, you get open to new possibilities because even though you're laying there all children relax you get those stoner moments and that's kind of what we're talking about here you mean you're not going to get high on lavender please do not smoke any fucking lavender good lord i do not need that kind of a fucking lawsuit on my hands you've heard it here i just said do not smoke it there you go there's the big fucking warning you cannot sue me haha -ha. um but anyway um that's pretty much what it's talking about so when it says stimulate it's not stimulate as in it's going to hype you up because again i can hear you all saying you know oh didn't you just say two minutes ago for calming and as every and every sleep product well how does that stimulate blah, blah, blah. different kind of stimulation um and, and not that kind of stimulation either daddy dirty um but no um so again it's more of the mental stimulation of it can open up your mind to new possibilities new ideas so again the burning of lavender scented candles incense during creativity rituals um putting in a diffuser adding it to potpourri um basically just making it an atmosphere um um, again, it's a practical herb, you know, sachets, potpourris, essential oils can be added to bath water, massage oils. It's very versatile, has a ton of uses in Wicca. It's for cleansing. It's for purification. Um, again, reducing and relaxing stress, attracting love, protection, improving sleep, boosting creativity, you know, and again, tons of ways to do it. You know, you have pillow mist, you have sleep oils, you have lavender scented candles, you have sachet, potpourri, all the same. You, know, you do whatever works for you and whatever is going to work best for you. Um, you know, I like to do things in threes. So the third herb that I'm going to roll into it is basil or basil, depending on whether you're a pretentious British shit or not. Um, but I'm going to probably flip back and forth because let's be, be, be quiz, be quiz. Really? Did I just fucking say that? Anyway, um, I'm probably going to flip back and forth because me and the husband literally watch so much goddamn British TV that I'm probably going to literally, every time I look at it, go basil and then be like, no, you're American. It's basil. You fucking shit. Um, again, it, again, here comes the disclaimer, even though it is basil, even though it is an herb we literally eat. And again, so fucking good on steaks. Oh my God, I'm getting hungry. So good on pasta too. Oh, fucking, oh. anyway. Um, but again, you know, it, 
before you ingest anything or make a tea out of anything or rub it on your skin or make an ointment or an oil or anything like that, please check with your healthcare team. Make sure it is safe. Make sure it's not toxic. Make sure it's not going to kill you, give you any sort of dermatitis, anything like that. Um, but basil, again, super popular urban Wicca, many magical properties associated with love, protection, purification, and vanishing negativity, often used in spells for attracting love, finding a new job, and protecting self from harm. Can you see where this is going? Um, so more detailed look, um, basil is used to love and used in love spells and rituals because it is believed to attract love and affection. It has also helped to strengthen ex existing relationships in Roman times. Basil was actually basil there. I know. I was going to fucking do it. Uh, basil was associated with Venus, the goddess of love, and it said that wearing basil leaves on one's person would attract love and attention. As protection, um, it can be used as an herb to ward off negative energy, protecting oneself from harm, often carried in a mojo bag or placed around the home to protect from evil spirits. In medieval time, basil was believed to be powerful protection against witches and demons. Um, so it was protecting against lightning strikes and other national disasters as well. So a lot of... Um, protection involved in basil uh, purification that's an herb that will cleanse oneself of negative energy often used in ritual baths and smudging ceremonies um, in india basil is used to purify temples and other sacred spaces it also said to have the powers to cleanse the mind and use of negative thoughts and emotions um, i know commonly that when we do any sort of smudging over here in the u.s most people use sage but basil is basil did it fucking did it again um basil and nodule on Jerome. uh but no uh uh sage is what is commonly used here in the u.s but i know a ton of people who use basil as well um and his basil also is has the power to banish negativity um bring positive energy into one's life it is used to remove obstacles and spells attract good luck um the chinese believe that basil is used to ward off evil spirits and bad luck it is also said to bring prosperity and good fortune again can you see where we're fucking going with this? Um, so basil, very versatile herb, tons of uses in Wicca, and it's very powerful too. So again, when it comes to love, purification, and protection, this is basil is definitely one of the ones you were to go. So if you're looking for an herb to add to your magical practice, basil, great fucking choice. Um, so again, if you're looking to attract love, you can carry a basil... A, I did. Oh, I said it right that time and I actually paused. Damn, fuck. Um, you can carry basil leaf in your pocket, wear it as a necklace, um, put it in a pendant. Um, you know, again, using it as a love spell or potion. You can carry a sachet in your purse or your backpack if you want to, you know, use it as, to protect yourself. Uh, sprinkle basil leaves around your home or workplace, again, to protect yourself from harm. Cleansing of negative energy, you know, ritual baths using basil essential oils, um, fresh basil itself, you know, using basil. basil Basil as a smudge stick, um, burning incense, adding it to a spell jar, um, any all of good those good things are going to ward off the bad spirits. But again, also in that warding off the bad spirits and negative energy, it is going to attract the good luck, the good spirits, the prosperity, and that is where we're honing into. So again, as you can see, as we dig a little bit deeper and we keep grinding through, uh, you know these connections keep getting built on one on top of the other. So again, you know. This is why I say it's so important to, you know, if you haven't gone back to the first season or the earlier episodes, you know, despite the, you know, newness and the flowiness of it and the, oh, Lord knows that I probably make an ass of myself back then. Um, um, and I can't even go back to listen to them, which is even funnier because it's like, you know, I just can't bring myself to do it. Um, plus, I hate the sound of my own voice. But anyway, um, but what I was going to say is, so you can see why the things like this is, or things like the, um, this is so important and why learning the basics is so important because as we keep going down this path, as we keep going down this road, you're going to eventually get to see, you know, what this is all about and where we're going with this and what this, not only this podcast is intending to do, but to get you guys thinking and to get you guys seeing, you know, how this practice works in the real world and eventually where you're going to end up if you keep doing the work and you keep following down, you know, your own ethereal path. Mm -hmm. 
So every week I decided I wanted to give a shout out to one of my fellow podcasters because, you know, let's be real, one good deed deserves another. And hopefully someday one of these people will hear it and hopefully they'll give me a shout out too. Um, but these are all podcasts that I am a super huge fan of and I've already mentioned them once, so I'm going to throw it out there again. But if you are not listening to Small Town Murder um, and Crime and Sports hosted by James Petrogallo and Jimmy Whitman, Jimmy Wisman, um, you are missing out. And I am just going to tell you, I am so pissed because I just looked um, and they just came through for the crime or for the small town murder tour. And I just missed them. I'm like so fucking mad at myself right now. Um, But anywho, and it's partially my fault because um, I went back to the very beginning and I'm one of those people who I have to listen to something from the very beginning or even like if I watch a TV series, like I have to watch it from the very beginning because I need to know everything that's going on, um, especially if it's episodic. Um, so when I started listening to Small Town Murder, I started on episode one. And so I'm, I'm literally listening to episodes from like 2017. Um, I started from the very fucking beginning and it is absolutely hysterical. Um, again, and it's not for it's i'm telling you right now it's not gonna be for everyone's taste um they, they, they flat out say if you don't think the true crime and murder have any business being together uh this is not gonna be the podcast for you and that is so true um you definitely have to have to have a fucking twisted sense of humor uh, to enjoy it um so all my healthcare professionals out there uh trust me you're gonna fucking enjoy it um but anyone else um but you know they they're not assholes they're 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 what, what, what what's their saying that they're scumbags but they're not assholes um like they don't make fun of the murder victim they don't make fun of the crime they don't make fun of any of the tragic things that happen and the things they talk about because they are telling true stories but they do make fun of the small towns they do make fun of you know the police force they do make fun of like the idiots who actually you know commit the crimes um and they are fucking hilarious i've i've literally had more than one laugh and laugh out loud moment with them um so again if you're not listening to small town murder and crime and sports um then you are totally missing out so again check it out um you can listen to small town murder on apple Podcasts, spotify amazon wondery wondery plus and stitcher uh again it's hosted by james Petrogallo and jimmy wisman it is hysterical um and their other podcasts again that can be found on all those platforms is called crime in sports that's crime in i n sports all one word um, but like I said, if you look up one, you'll definitely get linked to the other. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to promote at least one pod, new podcast that I love every episode. So that is my promo for the week. Jimmy and James, if you ever hear me, hit me up. Um, Jimmy, I would love to get a, a yay from you. And I'm just going to tell y'all, I'm, I am in the Korean store. Let's roll. All right, so back to where we were. So if you don't want to use those herbs, um, again, uh, I have some other herbs here that bring in um, and represent financial success and increased income. Um, so you can use clover, um, especially four-leaf clovers, because you know they are a symbol of good luck and prosperity, said to bring uh, financial success to those who find them. Uh, ginger, because it is a warming herb, it's said to stimulate your mind and your body. Often used in spells for attracting wealth and prosperity, it is also uh, said to help increase your energy levels and motivation. Uh, as we know, ginger is used commonly as a very um, healing herb, and um, it's associated very closely with vitality. Um, so again, if your energy levels are up and your motivation is up, it can help to be more productive and help you can uh, help you achieve your financial goals. Um, luck pennywort. It's a small leafy herb that is said to bring good luck and prosperity. Also used in spells for attracting wealth and abundance. Marigold, a bright sunny flower associated with wealth and prosperity it's often used in spells for attracting money and abundance is also said to help protect against financial loss um i thought i found that one kind of interesting actually um, oregano, strong flavored herbs that to stimulate the mind and the body, often used in spells for attracting wealth and prosperity. It is also said to help, also said to help increase creativity and 
productivity, which obviously again can you know be helpful in business. Um, sage, cleansing herb that attracts positive energy, banishes negative energy, uses for attracting wealth and prosperity. Also, again, to protect against financial loss. Um, and thyme, versatile herb that can promote uh, growth, prosperity, and protection. Often used in spells for attracting money in abundance, which is kind of what we're going for here. Um, and said to help improve communication and negotiation skills, which also can be helpful in a business sense or especially in a financial sense. Um, so again, if you want to use the three herbs that I'm going to be recommending, um, or the three herbs that I just talked about, those are the big three that um, I am going to be using. Um, if not, you can substitute out with whatever you want. If you want to add some more in, you can. If you, um, you know, it, again, you got to go with whatever combination feels right to you. Um, one other note um, that I came across when I was doing um, this uh, this little look into the herbs that we are going to be using. Um, another couple things I found out. Um, so basil is actually thought to help improve mental clarity and focus, which obviously will help in business and financial matters. Uh, rosemary is actually associated with improving memory and concentration, which actually, you know, again, helpful in business and financial matters. Um, so again, you know, these are, we're talking about some very versatile herbs that, you know, have a lot of use in Wicca and um, get a lot of uh, time. And again, you're probably going to, you know, if you get into any sort of green magic and you want to, you know, start sort of using any sort of herbalism, um, these are definitely going to be in your store cupboard. This is like herbal magic, green magic 101. And I have got to take a pause because my son is looking to get out the door. He is killing me right now. So hold on. But that being said, I am actually about to do some daddy abandonment issues and I am going to split this episode into a two-parter. Um, I have definitely done enough talking and I want to go spend some time on the couch and chill with the husband and chill with the dogs. Um, so I am going to split this into another two-parter. So look at you guys, two two-parters back to back. Um, but since I want to get this um, spell out to you guys, before the new moon, I am going to drop the rest of the episode either later today or um, I will get it out tomorrow. Um, but it will definitely be out by tomorrow afternoon at the very latest, I promise. Because um, again, yeah, the new moon is on Wednesday, so I want to make sure that you guys have the spell like at the ready, ready to go. Um, but we're going to cover real quickly um, the colors that we're going to use, the crystals that we're going to use, the reasons behind them. Again, it'll be kind of like the herb, so it'll give you a little bit of a shopping list of here's what you need to get ready. Ready. Here are some possible substitutions you can use, and then we are going to hit the road running and get into the nitty-gritty and actually do the spell work. Um, so I look forward to talking to all you guys. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. If I don't record today, um, but if I do end up recording it, to, if I do end up recording it, like I said, I may drop it this afternoon, but again, it may not be until tomorrow. So if I don't talk to you guys today, have a wonderful rest of your Sunday. Blessed be, and look for part two tomorrow at the hour absolute very latest but i promise you you will have the spell just in time for the new moon all right guys i am xander thank you for t listening to ethereal path thank you for all the feedback again please hit me up with that q a button um you know ask me questions use um you know, give me some feedback tell me what you want to hear um head over to our website at www.ethereal-path.com if you're or interested in ordering any of our items please again reach out to me our email address is etherealpathpgh at gmail.com um, I am basically available on every platform um, we are on Twitter, we are on uh, Instagram, we are on Facebook um, all the DMs are open, so there's a eight billion hundred ways to get a hold of me. Um, so please do. Um, the Etsy store again is temporarily closed down. So if you're looking into purchasing any items, then please uh, just reach out through our website directly, or just email me directly, and we can set up everything from there. Uh, so again, I will leave it here, and we will talk soon, and we will finish it up. So that is it. Blessed be. The Ethereal Path Podcast is hosted by me, Xander, and is owned by Ethereal Path, LLC. 
The show is recorded, produced, and hosted on Spotify for podcasters. You can find us on the web at www.ethereal-path.com. Don't forget that dash, it's super important. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Ethereal Path, and on Twitter as at EtherealPathPGH. This is also our email address, EtherealPath at gmail.com. Our DMs are open on all of our platforms. The Ethereal Path podcast can be found on all major podcasting platforms, such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, and all other major podcasting platforms. Our Etsy shop can be found under Ethereal Path PGH. Links can be found below and on our website. As always, be sure to like, subscribe, and turn on your notifications. Every one of those clicks makes a huge difference. Thank you for listening, and blessed be.